0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. On this special episode of Life Today, hear from James and Betty Robinson's grandson, Chris. This is
1: my first time overseas. It's my first time leaving the country. And to say there's been some eye-opening experiences and some levels and degrees of shock would be an understatement.
0: See how a family's legacy can restore hope and provide life to others, next on Life Today.
2: Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robison, and Betty and I are so glad to spend this time with you. You know, this is a, it ought to be an exciting time of the year. You know, with the Thanksgiving holidays, so much to be grateful for. I think sometimes we don't really stop and think about just the beauty of all God's created us. So much pressure, so much pain, heartache, uh, that sometimes it's hard to express gratitude. But Thanksgiving at least reminds us that we should. And then we're approaching Christmas. And really, Christmas should be a family time, shouldn't it, Betty? I think people think about it in those terms.
3: I think so, too, James. I know that I do. I I so look forward to our family getting together and having fun, laughing, but also not forgetting what we're celebrating, too, and that's the birth of Jesus. And so it's a special time for us.
2: I hope that as you do think about the Christmas season, you are thinking about the greatest gift of all, God's love in Christ, our Savior, that incredible gift for me and for Betty. Mm Uh, I've, I've looked across the room now several times in the last uh, few days, in the last couple of weeks, especially as we were around Thanksgiving, and, and I'd see Betty not only sober looking, but she'd be crying. And i said, what's wrong, honey? She said, this is a tough time of the year for us because, uh, you know, we're approaching Christmas, the birth of uh, Jesus, our Savior, but it was also when we lost our, our baby girl. It's when we lost Robin. Just a few days after Christmas. And the last time we heard Robin so filled with joy was when she couldn't leave the hospital and we had to, you know, FaceTime her in where she could see everybody opening presents like the grandkids would do, so excited. And she had watched them so many years and she wasn't able to be there, but she was excited from the hospital bed to at least be there. But that was the last time that she was able to communicate. So Christmas is kind of a heavy time, uh, you know, for us. Uh, you understand that. And I'm not, I'm not telling you that because it's a, an appeal for sympathy. I would say that we identify with your suffering. We've prayed with many families this year who lost a family member. We pray with many who found out somebody they love is ill. And, and we'll always care. Think about this. If, 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 if you can feel how important that miracle is to those people because you know how important it was or would be to you. Then you ought to understand that anytime you can be a part of a miracle and you know what it happens, it's a time to rejoice. Well, Betty, we know where Robin is. Mm. She's very much alive. She's in the presence of the Lord. But let me tell you something, Robin left behind what I would call as great a legacy of life as you'll ever see. Everywhere Robin walked, people saw life and love. And in her three children, which she makes her greatest deposit and on her husband, Ken, who has been incredibly indescribably such a blessing and such a great father without the wife he loves so deeply. Those three children magnify and radiate the love of God. Her oldest son, Chris, graduated from Baylor, now coaching a team that has just been amazing, teaching the Bible five hours a day. church on the move in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but he went right after he graduated straight to the mission field because from the time he was a little boy, he wanted to help the children that needed help. So he went to see firsthand and he said it was a life-changing experience. You're going to kind of take a journey. You're going to see the life of Jesus through our daughter in this son. As he listens and sees, I believe here's what we all need to hear sees what we must see so that we can be a part of an absolute, undeniable miracle. Watch closely. I've been here in Angola
1: for about the last week. This is my first time overseas. It's my first time leaving the country. And uh, to say there's been some eye-opening experiences and some levels and degrees of shock would be an understatement. The malnutrition clinics, those have been um, by far some of the toughest things I've seen. Uh, The first day in the clinic, I held a kid that Mr. Peters said might have less than a 10% chance of living and looking at the mother of the child and just knowing what it feels like to be in that position of helplessness is the hardest part because from personal experiences I know what it feels like in those situations I I don't have kids but I've sat there my own life experiences I've sat next to my mother when she was going through chemo and I've been in those hospitals and I know what it's like to sit in that situation and you feel helpless you feel like you can't do anything there's nothing that you can do right then and there you wanna fix it so To be able to see the productive feedings that LOI has helped provide to these villages so we keep them out of the clinics is good to see. And just because you're not here handing a bowl to a kid doesn't mean that you're not actually feeding them because these kids can't survive without you. We can't be here without you to help them. And when you see the kids smile when they get food and you see them happy and you see them so grateful, they're grateful for you.
2: You just—you need to excuse me. Betty said, "I don't think I can do this," and uh, so let me let me just talk to you. Um, you got to understand that when you you see your beautiful daughter's son. So full of what we would describe as the glory of God, you still flash back at all the times you not only spent with his mom, but with the children. And then you see Chris, not necessarily even being so much like his mom, Robin, but like Jesus that he sees suffering and a need and he says, I want it. I want a miracle here. And I know that's what we hope for, Betty.
3: Yeah, and you know, the the tears may always come because you love that person so much that you miss. But I know Robin saying, Chris, I'm so proud of you and your heart and your love to want to help these children that are in, in need. And I, I my heart, that's one some of the tears I'm shedding right now as I speak to you is I, I cry for that mother that all she has is her precious little baby. And that baby's dying before her. That baby is not getting the care that he needed ahead of time, the, f- the food that they needed, the nourishment that they needed. And that mother feels so helpless. That helpless feeling breaks a mother's heart because she wants to fix what's wrong with her baby. We can do that. We can be a part of that. We can reach out. There's something that can be, to be done about this illness if we get the food to them in time. So as we weep for our own when we lose them, we have to reach out and we have to feel the heart of those others that are hurting and in pain for loss or possible loss. Please join with us and let's let's heal the hearts of these mothers. Let's save their babies for them. Let's
2: help them. Oh, that my heart were broken and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I could weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my family, Jeremiah prayed. I, uh, I don't think that we should ever apologize for having hearts that are vulnerable to to hurt, pain, suffering, compassion. I think it's a part of what is actually very healthy. And uh, you know, you might say, Well, y'all get over it. You're Christian, get over it. No, you don't get over it. You live through it, you live with it, but you live with mm-hmm the Lord who is our shepherd, who will walk with us in the valley of the shadow of death and everything that this present life throws at us. But here's the thing I want you to hear. Chris said, I know what is going on here. I don't have children, but I know what it was like when I hoped for a miracle and our family hoped for a miracle. Now, please get this, I mean, let's get it. Let's just let it come home. I mean, straight home, just land right in your lap in your heart. The miracle that those people need, those children, those mothers, we got the perfect cure. Mm -hmm. We do not have to do a scientific or medical exploration to decide and determine what will work. We absolutely know what will work. And that's to simply get hungry, malnourished children and their families some food to eat. Let me tell you what we do, because we do it, we do it because of the love of God. We do it in the name of the Jesus who came to share that love and give that love to us in an absolute personal experience with the living God. We share that love of God with those who need it so desperately. And we don't just love in word only, we love indeed, in action. We don't just talk about loving our neighbor. We love our neighbor, and we do it together. I'm telling you, Betty and I and the missionaries are so limited. If we didn't have people like you who would say, we will be the hands of Jesus. We will be the source of the miracle that those children need, that Chris talked about how important it would be in his own family to see a miracle, and now he can see this miracle. So the great witness of Christ And the example our daughter shared is right there, the example of Jesus right in Chris. Those missionaries, Chris told me meeting the missionaries, I mean, Papa, it was like nothing I've ever seen. It's the love of God in action. He said, I'll never be the same. I always want to help them. Well, you do it. You're the very ones that made it even possible for our grandson to go and see the possibility of us all being a miracle. He was able to see firsthand the need because of you. Because of people just like you, if you haven't had a part in it, I know you'll want to today. You'll want to say, I'm going to help take care of those children. I'm going to see that miracle. I'm going to be a part of it. And we're asking you, please, as you have the opportunity today, say, I am going to be a part of seeing that miracle. I want you to listen once again to what God said even as our grandson prayed. Watch. Wait a minute! I can't get them to stop pressing in on us so I can even get to the soup. I mean, these people are hungry. See, the absolute desperation. I mean, I can't even feed them.
4: Unfortunately, too many children know what happens when the food runs out. They know it will quickly become a desperate situation where they're fighting to survive. Children and their parents end up scavenging for anything to eat to fight off their gnawing hunger pains. And sometimes the children will even eat things that aren't considered food just to try and feel better. I'm sitting here with this little boy and when I came in, I noticed he was sitting here and uh, he's eating dirt. Um, He's trying to fill his little stomach and he's trying to take that hunger away, it won't. I've never seen a child eat dirt. The impact of this type of food crisis is particularly devastating to the youngest victims. Once the effects of severe malnutrition set in, desperate parents will try and walk for miles to get help in a clinic.
1: This is why we need your continued support for Mission Feeding because we do know that she's been here about a week now, and if you can imagine that she's gotten better, she's improved, so if you can imagine a condition worse than this. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray over this little girl. I ask that you heal her, in the name of Jesus. I ask that we help all these kids, in Jesus' name.
2: look at those eyes, (laughs) looking up. Chris, I know you. Yeah, I know it's probably hard for you to watch, you know, but uh, those were healing hands that were on that precious little baby. And that little baby I know felt that love. I'm telling you, people all over the world, Betty, need to look up to the love of God and see, the thing you got to know, that love, God's love, was expressed through a person, a young man who just graduated from college. And it's expressed every day through missionaries. It's expressed through people who are called and sent by God to not only say we love you, but to take the maimed and the hurt and the suffering in their arms, to rescue the perishing and care for the dying, as Fanny Crosby's song says. Would you enable those missionaries to do what they say God sent them there to do? For more than 25 years, we have been reaching out to save those who are dying. And we know from reports from African nations, according to their reports to our mission team members, more than 10 million children family members' lives have been saved. But far more than that in those same areas have received Christ into their heart because they saw firsthand the love of God. So we're giving them life now and we're pointing them to life eternal and through Christ because of God's love. And you make it happen. You are really and truly the answer and the source of the miracle that Chris was praying for. So we're asking you right now in love to dial the number there on your screen and know this. We need eight 10-ton trucks to add to the fleet, delivering the food and bringing in all of the sources that make the mix. Uh, Several of the trucks have worn out. We've got 400,000 children now located and out in areas before they get to that place where Chris was praying in a malnutrition clinic, which your love helps support. We wanna get them before they ever have to go there. When they get there, we wanna save their lives and see a miracle, and we do. All because of love. And that love is expressed in giving. Love gives. If you truly care, you share. If you have the answer, and we do. Would you go to lifetoday.org or dial that number and take your bank card and make a love gift? A gift of life. We have to have over $300,000 for those eight trucks. We need to replenish the heat-resistant plastic bowls. They tell me we need more than 70,000 for the new areas. They're very important. You, the viewers, are the ones who birthed those bowls. You said we got to give them, and you provide them. And then please understand the power of your gift. Now, this may be hard to comprehend, but it's the truth. If you want to feed three children for the next months, stabilize the situation, that takes $30. $50 will care for 5 $100 $100 for 10 That sounds miraculous, it is, but even what it accomplishes is more miraculous because it becomes the answer not only to Chris, our grandson's prayer, but the prayers of missionaries and mothers and parents and family members that are crying out for help. And then you become the source. You become the expression of the love of God and you give the life of God not just in word, but in action. We have some beautiful gifts to send you, not to get you to give, but because we love you. And just as you give them life, we want to give you life in the spiritual realm. We want to be an encouragement to you. So we offer you something that will bless you and become a spiritual growth opportunity, but also a testimony. Would you right now, lifetoday.org or dial that number, Take your bank card, use it like a check. You should always use it like a check. But would you make the largest gift you can? 30, 50, or 100? I would always say, help us. Help us take care of 10 if you can. Would you help us with those trucks? We're going to need some 500 and 1,000, and I'm even praying for some gifts of $5,000 or more from people who say, you know what? I can do that. Those trucks are important. They're part of the delivery system. Please go online right now. Please do it. Please move. If you care, I believe you do, share. Please do
0: it. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of 30, 50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft cover journal Bible featuring the gospels, psalms, and proverbs for your devotional time in the word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal edition. Perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of the Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last day please call, write, or make your gift online.
4: Angola leads most African countries in child mortality for children under the age of five. And about half of those deaths are attributed to the effects of malnutrition. There just isn't enough food for Dominga, a couple years ago this statistic became a reality during a food crisis
5: Tsandibalatalwa omorie gambari hemba Yelos losibidavi ka sibubana Tsandibalatalwa omorie lo mbongo ga bimaleha ochobanzo mbule ya yuko katwalelo mbiriko chipitali sakwatele bali Omorie Once
2: again,
4: famine has struck the village where Dominga lives. It will only be a matter of time before her remaining children find themselves in a downward spiral
5: moving towards severe malnutrition. <laughs>
4: These children will end up in a clinic, struggling for their lives, or worse, in an early grave, if we don't act to help Dominga and her precious children.
3: Wow, well, James, you know, I just, I watched that, and I think that precious mother is losing her whole family. As she's trying to get one help at the clinic, another one dies back. At home, and what do they do? She has no hope unless we reach out in hope. We can show her the hope and life of Jesus in our demonstration of love and giving to help feel, feed these children before they get to this stage to where there's no hope. Please reach out with us. As you
2: give, you're offering hope. You know many of our our friends and people you respect have been to the mission feeding areas. One of the questions people ask, and rightly so, does it work? Beth Moore has been several times. Billy Graham's daughter, Ruth, went, said, I've never seen anything like it. Kathy Tricoli has gone many, many times. Our pastor, Robert Morris, and his wife, Debbie, went to the mission field to see firsthand. So much that they wanted Gateway Church to be involved, and they said, because it works. What is happening there works because love never fails. But you don't just love in words, you love in deed and in action. So we're asking you right now, You go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card and say, I am going to give life. I'm going to make that gift. I'm going to do it. Or dial the number and say, I'm making the gift God put on my heart. I pray, and I always try to expand people's, not only their faith and trust in God, but their, their desire to share. If you could help us care for 10 children and make a $100 gift or more, please do. If you could help us with a sizable gift, $500 or $1,000 or maybe several thousand to pay for those trucks, eight 10-ton trucks, over $300,000, we must have the help of everyone at whatever level you can help. And we're asking right now, would you do it? Would you allow God to move you to action knowing, knowing it does work? It is effective, it saves lives, and it transforms so many for all eternity because they didn't just hear about God's love, they witnessed it firsthand as it was freely expressed. Thank you, lifetoday.org, or dial the number and simply make the gift God has put on your heart to make. Thank you for doing it.
0: Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. LIFE's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for 3, 5, or 10 children for the next 3 months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide 8 all-wheel-drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft cover journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last day. Please call, write, or make your gift online.
2: I WANT TO THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR YOUR RESPONSE. THIS IS THE LAST DAY. WE'RE APPROACHING THE GREATEST SEASON OF GIVING, THE GREATEST GIFT, JESUS. LET'S GIVE THE LIFE. HE CAME THAT WE MIGHT HAVE LIFE AND HAVE IT MORE ABUNDANTLY, BUT HE ALSO GAVE US THAT LIFE THAT WE COULD SHARE IT FREELY, LIKE A RIVER FLOWING OUT OF OUR INNERMOST BEING. THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR CALLING THE NUMBER THERE ON THE SCREEN OR GOING TO LIFETODAY.ORG. BY THE WAY, IF YOU GET BUSY, YOU'LL BE DETERMINED TO GET THROUGH. THIS IS THE LAST DAY. And we really need to hear from every one of you who care enough to share. And I believe you do. Thank you so much for it. And may God bless you as you bless others.